This episode of Not a Clone is a Christian-based episode. It's also advertisement-free, so if you would like to support the podcast, please go to notaclone.com slash donate. Enjoy the show. the Not A Clone podcast where we discuss curating a more spiritual and individual life. My name is Bomi Fawemi and this is episode 004. I feel like the weeks are getting pretty slow lately and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are feeling that way too where you go to work and then you get home and then you don't want to do anything. You just want to plop in bed and you just want to sleep for hours on end. You know, there are also times where you feel like you don't want to brush your teeth or you don't want to take a shower and you just plop and that's it. Um, I think that today we're going to talk about those things and how we forget sometimes why we do the things that we do. Uh, I want to talk about reminding yourself about your sense of purpose that can keep your individual and spiritual well-being intact. So I was talking with my mom 4.30 a.m. on a Sunday, and she was explaining to me that we can go through peaks in our spiritual <clears throat> and individual journey that feel great, that feel super energized, but then there are going to be times where we don't feel as energized or as free as we want to, and this is just because life weighs us down. We get caught up in the day-to-day activities that take up most of our time. Uh, So a couple of things that you should realize is the first thing is it's not your fault. We as human beings are designed to get caught up in the moment and not realize things happening to us when they do. And then the second thing is shaking out of that feeling is going to take a little more than telling yourself, all right, I know this is a problem and I'll be more aware of it next time. So awareness is a wishy-washy thing that can kind of get to the back of your mind and you don't really think about it that much just because you get into a sense of routine. Now routine by nature feels comfortable and comfortable living is okay but only when you're implementing the right things in your life in terms of health, um, work environment and just general spiritual well-being. Comfortable living is not okay when you are doing things that you're used to doing just because you're afraid of making change for the better. So that there are so there are blah, blah, blah. so there are questions that I found online by Happify Daily. Um they did an interview with Mark Manson and they talked about these specific things. Um there are five questions that I think can definitely help find your sense of drive and passion and purpose in life. And here's question number one. Question number one is, what are you willing to struggle for? So the subtext underneath that talks about fulfillment involving effort, trial and error, error, failure, and learning. So uh, just an example for me, it's music. When I'm learning a piece of music, if I have one measure that I'm struggling with, I definitely go through putting constant effort into that one thing. 
I try it and then I mess up and I try and I mess up again, but then I finally get it after practicing it the way that I need to. So you learn a lot more from failure than you do from success. If you're successful all the time, then there really isn't a purpose in life that you can go towards. We're always going towards something. We're always working hard towards something. Nothing is designed to be easy. So let's not try and think, okay, this is going to be easy. It might be something simple for one person, but a little more difficult for somebody else. And that's okay because not everything that's difficult for me is going to be difficult for you. And not everything, not everything that's difficult for you is going to be difficult for me. So you just got to keep that in mind. The second question is, what did your eight-year-old self love doing? So uh, the subtext says, remember the joy of doing things just for the fun of it. No rewards, no impressing anyone, just for yourself. So that can be in work. That can be in your hobbies. It could be movies, video games, it could be sports. It could be whatever. You just have to remember that there are some things in life that you have to find pleasure um, in in terms of just enjoying small things or enjoying large things like there's a giant scale and just finding those things and identifying them and then keeping them in your mind as you go through the grind of the day-to-day is an important thing so you don't feel super lethargic and slow at times uh, question number three is what makes you forget to eat so that's when you're so immersed in an activity that time passes without you realizing. That's what the subtext says. And then it talks about psychologists calling that a sense of flow. So that just means going through your work as if it's not even work at all. And it's just something that you're super passionate about that you can do for hours on end. Um, we as band directors and as music teachers definitely get into that sense of rhythm where we're just teaching, go, 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 and then the bell will ring, and then we have to say, okay, we'll send you a pass, or we'll send an email to your teachers, don't worry, it's fine. And that's how you know that we're our brains are constantly just going, go, 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 and we're really, really trying to strive for that perfection that we can do as teachers in the lives of the kids, or just in our own professions in general. So you should really try to find something that you're passionate about or your sense of purpose aligns with where you don't really notice the hours going by. And it's just like, oh, wow, that felt like five minutes. Oh, man, that was five hours. Uh, The fourth question is, how are you going to save the world? And that is not talking about world hunger, of course, but it's talking about making a difference instead of focusing too much on finding yourself, losing yourself in something larger. Now, It is definitely important to find yourself first. It's important to establish who you are as a person before you try helping other people. I am an example of, I try to help people all the time before focusing on my own personal needs. Now, I've gotten to a point where I feel a little bit more comfortable with who I am as a person, where I feel like, okay, it's time to think about something bigger, to think about something greater, and like, let's go bigger with everything that I do. So with music, I told myself, okay, I'm a decent enough musician. Now I feel like I can go even further and make even more musicians in the world. And also with church, I told myself, all right, in order for me to grow as a spiritual person, one, I got to do my own personal stuff, but as well as that, I got to go into 
making more connections with people and spreading the word of Jesus Christ a little bit more so that I have a lasting impact on the world. Um, the fifth question, the last question on here is talking about if you knew you were going to die one year from today, what would you do and how would you want to be remembered? And the subtext talks about how do you really want to spend your time and what do you want your legacy to be? Excuse me. And Mark Manson, he talks about this in this article and he says the following quote, discovering one's purpose in life essentially boils down to finding those one or two things that are bigger than yourself and bigger than those around you. And to find them, you must get off your couch and act and take time to think beyond yourself, to think greater than yourself and paradoxically imagine a world without yourself. And it concludes saying purpose is not something we are born with, it's cultivated. So you got to take the time and energy to cultivate a sense of purpose that aligns with what you want to do in life and how you want to be remembered. And if you were to, God forbid, God forbid you die a year from today. But if that were the case, you got to make your impact with everything that you do. So nothing can just be like half done. You have to do it fully 120% all the time. Um, the article ends with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And it says, The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. So I took this article and I examined my past week before I read the article and I told myself, okay, now there are definitely things in my purpose that just I was not doing in this past week. And I felt really weird mentally and physically where I couldn't do my sense of purpose as well as I wanted to. And a couple of those things were, I wrote all this down. So a couple of those, those things were, I ate fast food five times in a week. I didn't go to the gym. I averaged 5.5 hours of sleep. I was on social media too much and I didn't read my Bible. And I wrote the list of side effects that, that caused me that specific week. That being, I couldn't focus when I was teaching. Um, I had a lot of back problems. I was feeling very lethargic when I was walking around and I got massive headaches throughout the day. So I isolated those problems that were giving me dissatisfaction and I decided that I wanted to do things a little bit differently. Um, so I only ate fast food once this past week after reading the article and that caused me to feel a little bit better in terms of lethargy. I felt a little more energetic that way. Um, I didn't go to the gym, but I did calisthenics at home, which is bodyweight exercises. And that was some crazy stuff Like that took a little bit more effort than just pumping the iron like I normally do at the gym. Um, I got seven hours of sleep, so bumped it up. And that and the combination of just drinking a little bit more water than I was throughout the day kept me more alert so that I could teach the kids. And the kids didn't feel super lethargic and slow because I didn't feel super lethargic and slow. And I was just like, go, 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 let's go. Here we go. And we're going to play one, two, ready, go. And it just, it just kept going and going. So that felt really good. Um, I was on social media only like a minute a day, according to the Screen Time app um, on iOS now. 
it's funny because I don't even own the Facebook app, but if I'm on Facebook.com and Safari, it'll definitely register that as social media time in the screen time stuff. So that's pretty clever on Apple's part, I will say. Um, and then the last thing I read my Bible every day, um, my Bible app on my iPad gave me a daily verse. And that was a nice reminder um, that I should be thinking about the, 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 the Lord when I'm going through my day-to-day activities and how he has blessed me with everything that's been going on in my life. So I'll include that article. I'll include the URL in the show notes on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and notaclone.com. All right, now it is time for our devotion of the week. And I found that on Reframe Media by Brett Lamsa, and it's titled Satisfied. It's referring to Luke chapter 9, verses 10 through 17, and this is what it says. I can remember the best meal I ever ate. My wife and I went out for a nice dinner to a fine restaurant with close friends. My steak melted like butter in my mouth. We laughed and talked about life and ministry and whatever else came to mind. We enjoyed everything about that evening so much. The food, the company, the setting, the emotions. I remember leaving that meal totally satisfied. Not just because I had enjoyed an incredible steak, but also because everything about that night was amazing. I was full. I had amazing companions. I knew I was in the right place in my life. I felt blessed by God. Jesus looked out over the crowd he had been teaching all day and knew that they were hungry. They were hungry for physical food, but I think they were even more hungry for purpose and meaning. So Jesus fed them completely. He stretched a few loaves and fish far enough to feed a massive crowd. But even more, he satisfied their need for the sustaining bread of life that comes only through him. The only food that sustains our faith forever is the food that Jesus gives. The fullness of life that comes through his presence and mission and word in our life. If we try to fill up on anything else, we will be hungry again. But if we fill ourselves with the bread that comes from God, we will be satisfied. And the prayer at the end of this says, Father, feed us with the bread of life that comes from your son so that we will always be satisfied. In his name. Amen. All right, so that will also be included in the show notes um, when the episode is posted. All right, now it is time for our quote of the week, and this is by Ezra Taft Benson. Uh, Some men are willing to die for their faith, but they are not willing to fully live for it. Uh, I found this quote uh, talking to my best friend, Sydney Frosham. She's kind of a unofficial member of the non-clone team. She does a lot of the curating of the podcast episodes. We, we talk about the episode. We, we'll both listen to it again. And she'll tell me things like, yeah, that was really, really good. You should, you should keep that. Or that wasn't as good. That was kind of sucky. You should do this instead. So I thank God for her every day that she's a part of um, my life and she gives me different things to think about so I I use a quote when I recorded this before 
Um, and then she told me this one. I was like, yes, this definitely applies to what we're talking about. So we're willing to do specific things. Like we're willing to die for specific things in our lives, but we're not willing to truly live for those things. So in terms of being spiritual, we can do, we're willing to die for Jesus. We're willing to do all these things, but living for him, living through him, that's something that we really don't think about from our day to day. So one more time, some men or women are willing to die for their faith, but they are not willing to fully live for it. And that is by Ezra Taft Benson. All right, guys, just a couple of reminders about the podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at NAC Podcast. You can post your questions or comments about different episodes up on there. If you have any questions about individual or spiritual living, you can email me at gbo at notaclone.com. Again, gbo at notaclone.com. You can also listen to past episodes um, including this one on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and notaclone.com. There will be more testimonies and expositions in the coming weeks. Check out the ones on notaclone.com that are already posted. We have one testimony up there that I think is truly inspiring once you read it. So go ahead and check that out. Um, last reminder is we're trying to keep this ad free. So if you're willing, donate whatever you can at notaclone.com slash donate. That'll go to the curation of the website, um, the media, uh, the testimonies, the expositions, and just all the other outlets that we are trying to spread our good message to. That is all the time that I have for today. So if you leave with a message... Please let it be this. Don't be a clone. Someone else. Be your own individual self. Thanks for listening, y'all. And I will see you next time.